Hi, I'm Jane O'Reilly, and this is Ageless. I'm 40, and my life is just getting started. I'm here to share real talk and real experiences about how to live life ageless. Nothing's off the table. You know the vibes. Let's go. Welcome back to Ageless. I'm Jane O'Reilly, and today I am joined by Dr. Drayvon James. She is an inspirational speaker, founder of the Next Step Leadership Academy, life coach, and author of Freedom is Your Birthright. Dr. Drayvon is a transformation specialist using her everyday peace philosophy to coach women on how to master goal attainment. As a leader in the healthcare industry for more than three decades, she was the recipient of the Secretary McDonough coin of recognition for her leadership efforts to combat the COVID pandemic. She is a radio host of the Dr. Drayvon James Everyday Peace every other Monday on Mind Body Spirit FM podcast network, coach on the Sirius XM Road Dog Trucking Show, and an actress whose career credits include a recurring role on HBO's acclaimed The Wire. Dr. Drayvon uses this training and experience to lead women to their victory using the power of everyday peace to achieve their next level of greatness in life and business. All I have to say is, wow, you are one layered and busy woman. So I just love to kick off this podcast by hearing your story. How did your journey begin? Oh my gosh. So I love telling my story because I hope and I believe that it can be of great inspiration to a lot of people because I was raised to believe that if you can first believe it and see it in your mind's eye, you can um, live it in your physical world. So um, born on the south side of Chicago and, uh, you know, didn't come from a lot of money, who is the, no, uh, but I came from a lot of love and um, had some really deep challenging times in my early years, a couple of bouts of homelessness, but um, through it all, I think the, the thing that stood out to me the most was that um, your, your internal beliefs about yourself, you know, they say perception is projection, right? So whatever you perceive in your mind, you, you were out picturing your physical world. And my mom really was my biggest champion and teacher of that. So I think my, the, my, my beginnings, although they were of humble beginnings to say the least, right? In the very, very beginning, but what I got from her about belief in myself and belief in my dreams um, has taking me where I am today and hopefully will continue to take me a lot further. So I really encourage people like wherever you are, when I look at my own story, you know, I started off wanting to be an actress full time. That's what I wanted it to be. But, um, you know, my mom encouraged me to go on and get my doctorate degree and she was hoping it was going to be medicine, but it ended up being in pharmacy. But that foundation helped me to know that, um, yeah, you, there are no, there are no limitations on us. You know, we, we only limitations we have are self-imposed, self-imposed. I wrote a little book called Freedom is Your Birthright. And then I opened that book up by saying that many people, when they look at me, they would say, well, what, you know, um, I ha- I embrace this concept of freedom. I'm African-American in the United States and I um, am a woman. Probably there's probably not much about that story that they would say. The first thing I would think about you is that you consider yourself to be free but I absolutely do. Free in mind does mean eventually, you know, that I could, I have the option to make myself free and kind. So my story. Beautiful, beautiful story. And so inspiring. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. I really appreciate that. So I wanted to dive into uncovering the true longing that drives our goals. 
Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that you that, that you phrase it that way too. Uncovering the true long long the, the foundation of every goal that we have, right? And it seems now that I've lived all these years and read and studied all these years, it seems so obvious, but it it, it really does at times um, evade us that behind every goal is this desire just to be loved, to be accepted, right? That's the foundation of everything that we do. It's amazing. And we do some incredible stuff and we do some things that we think, oh, that wasn't really that incredible now. You know, how could you have gotten to this place that you would perform these tasks and you would do this or you would hurt people like that? And when you dig deep and you excavate this person's life and, and their desires is I, I want to be seen, I want to be accepted. And sometimes we translate to that too, I want to be safe, which is all another way of saying that I want to be loved. That's so deep. And I love that. I, and I love how you said want to be seen, because that really is the foundation right there and accepted. Yeah. And love is the foundation of that. That's beautiful. Yeah, I was in a, I, so I was in a class and it was so funny because I, we talk about the evolution, right? People want to evolve. And, and a dear friend of mine in that class, Bobby said, you know, that evolve spelled backwards is love, right? So this whole, pro, and it just got me thinking, you know, um, this whole evolution, right? is about evolving to the place where we can love unconditionally. That's really, that's what, that's the word right there. That is how do we understand what's preventing us from uncovering our true longing? Oh my gosh. How do we discover what's, what's preventing us? Well, number one, I think is to look within. We, I, I often, I, I know that I'm not as wise as the creator of the universe, but I always wonder like this question, why do you make your eyes point outward? Right? Because we tend to think that everything that is causing us pain is something external to ourselves. And everything that's causing us joy is something external to ourselves. And so we're always looking for the answers beyond ourselves. Oh, if this thing would change. Oh, if that would change. Oh, if I had this, then I could really, you know, uh, be happy. Or I could really be in this place of accepting myself. Because really, really, if I mean, in a lot of listeners probably don't want to hear this, but really the love that you're looking for, for is from you. It really is not from your mom, your dad, your cousin, your your lover, you know, your your spouse. It really is from you that we, we constantly deny ourselves that. And we think, well, if I get this car, if I send my kids to the school or if I live in this neighborhood, then maybe I will feel that I am worthy. I get this degree, I, you know, but it really is you saying that I absolutely love myself. I'm in love with me at this point in time with all that I know about me, right? You know more about you than what you think. Right? We sometimes want to close our mind off to certain things, certain memories, right? even knowing that I did this or knowing that I didn't do this or knowing that I said this, right? I still love and accept me, right? And getting to that place, getting to that place of self-acceptance, no matter what anybody else is saying, it does take a lot of work, um, believe it or not, because we're so trained to look at somebody else and to want somebody else to validate us or, or compare ourselves to somebody else. So that work starts with just, you know, I always tell people that self-talk, being aware of our self-talk. And then once we become aware of it, not judging it. It's really an internal journey. Oh my gosh. 
It is such an internal journey. Journey, and you know, think about uh, a lot of times we spend our we don't spend a lot of comfortable time with ourselves, right? We just you know, if we are alone for long periods of time, right, in a, in a awake state, we're thinking about you know what we're gonna do next with somebody else, or um, you know, uh, or you know our next, or I don't want to be alone, or you know trying to search out ways to spend time with other people. And I, I think that's fabulous. We are built for relationship, but that self-awareness journey is so necessary. It's, and it is work just being able to be with ourselves and say, oh, this hurts. And just, okay, acknowledge it and let it be, or this feels good, acknowledge it and let it be. I love when you were referring to the internal self-talk. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so uh, I, it's so interesting that that topic, you know, we hear a lot about that. I fortunately, I've worked in healthcare for all, over 30 years. And um, for a long period of my time, I worked in mental health um, areas. And being there helped me to really, really start to think about my own behavior. You know, you, you see behavior that people say, oh, that, you know, deviant or against the norm or whatever. And you start watching it. It becomes part of my everyday behavior. I'm here every day or what I'm experiencing every day. And part of what I experienced a lot were people who talked their thoughts out loud. So they'd be walking through the hallways, saying the most bizarre things sometimes, saying really hurtful things sometimes. And it started me thinking how honest it must be to be them, because it made me think about my own thoughts and the things that I wouldn't say out loud, but that I was thinking about myself, you know? You know, if you were good enough, if you were smart enough, if you were talented enough, if you were pretty enough, and I was like, wow. Right. So th- these conversations that they were so honest and they were having out loud, some of those things I may have been wording it differently, but I was saying to myself, you know, oh, you're not as smart as this person and you're not as talented as that person. Are you... Look at these mistakes that you're making. And I thought, would I want to be around a person who talked to me like that every day? that toxic, damaging relationship? Would I, want, would I be friends with a woman who every time I got into car, in the car, she said, well, I wonder what mistakes she made today. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but really, when we start to listen to our own self-talk, it may not be those words, but it's, you know, oh, you're fat or you shouldn't have eaten that. You're not disciplined. You're, not, you know, on and on. You know, look at you. You're getting old. These sorts of things. Right? Just being aware of that. And I... That consciousness of that made me feel, and I hope it will help everybody when they start listening to their thought, made me feel a tenderness to myself that, goodness gracious, you incredible woman, you have been listening to this for how many years? And you still get up. You still, you know, you still face the world. So instead of badgering myself and saying, oh, can you believe it? You can't even talk to yourself nice. Nope, I, I, I took that moment to find, and I encourage my clients when I work with them too, to find moments of grace and mercy and tenderness for yourself and to say, wow, you're amazing. Right? And then just that, it is just being aware sort of silences the talk. You really don't have to do anything more than that than just be aware of it. I call it shining the light of awareness. When, you know, what you watch, if it shouldn't be, it starts to change, right? When you just start, just the watching of it, giving you the energy of watching it and saying, oh, I'm aware that you're doing that again. It starts to say, oops, 
I won't do it. <laughs> you know, and then consciously I start, you know, start rewarding myself. I, I teach my clients to keep something like, that I call a smile journal journal. And, you know, just things that made me smile throughout the day. I'll just jot it down, right? And I start talking to myself about those things. Wow, you really, you really are pretty amazing. You notice sunrise is a couple weeks ago, maybe last week, we had this beautiful sky event going on. I happened to notice, look at that. It looks like it could be a, some other planet or some stars. And I complimented myself for taking my taking the time to notice what's going on in this beautiful universe that I am privileged to live on, you know, in, and things of that nature. When you really just start watching, just the simple act of watching will cause the, the negative self-talk, the harmful self-talk to diminish, it never goes away altogether, I don't think, but it will diminish and you will become more resilient on the other end of being able to, oh, talk positively about yourself, to soothe that part of yourself that wants to criticize you, that part of ourselves that believes that we can criticize ourselves to success. If there's one thing I would love people to know is that you cannot criticize yourself to success. You can criticize, criticize yourself into hiding where the true you goes into hiding and you have to coax that person out because they're so afraid of that criticism, right? But you can only applaud yourself to success. That's how you get, you draw children out, right? You compliment them. You know, a child doesn't learn to walk by you yelling at it and say, look at you falling again. You applaud right. every time they get up. You, you, you're gentle with them when they fall down. You're encouraging that those techniques work for life. I like to say words are so powerful. They yeah. really are. And our thoughts. And your words coming out of your mouth to your ears are more powerful than any other words you will ever hear. It is really what your soul is waiting for is the command of your voice. So we're always talking about, you know, someone else used hard words on me, you know, sticks and stones and all that kind of stuff, right? But someone else used hard words and, and th that's not great at all. But the words that come out of our own mouth about ourselves that fall in our own ears are the most impactful. Those words, choose them carefully. Always, you know, I can't remember what this, I am, but what that actually means, I used to have the tip of my tongue, but I know that whatever you say I am to commands, right? So mm -hmm. I am is no one else can use that phrase for you, right? No one else can I am you. You only you can only I am yourself. You have the power to do that. And what comes after I am really commands your day and commands your month and your year. And there goes your life, right? So you want to be very, very um, careful with those words. As you said, words are powerful. They are powerful. The, the, they say the power of life and death is in the tongue. The tongue can, mm -hmm. has, the, has the ability to build you up or to tear you down, to create a beautiful day for you or to create a day of misery. Simple words. They're not so simple, though. They're very powerful. And also staying in the present moment, staying in the present moment letting the past go and knowing that our future is just an illusion stay present yes oh my gosh we're hitting it all right so that's it right the present moment is all that we have i challenge anybody to go back and change five minutes ago you can't or, or right now the only the only power we have on the on tomorrow or five minutes from this moment is what we do in this moment right here this is the only real moment don't give up all of your power to sit there and dream about what happened yesterday or dream about 
dream about what may happen tomorrow when you have the ability to create. This is our creative space. This moment right here is our creative space. And it's so very important. And it's a challenge, isn't it, to not go into the past. I think a lot of us do that. We either go back to the past because it was just so wonderful and it was so safe and it's changed. And now the world, the landscape is so incredibly scary. We dealt a lot of that with that in during the times of COVID. People thought, well, pre-COVID was so safe and it was, you know, now it's so scary. And and then we talk about the future and we get worried about that. But what I challenge people to do is to write a gratitude card to help them with that, to be, to select every morning three things that they're grateful for that happened the day before. So when their mind slips to the past out of habit, because it will, right? When it slips to the past, you command that. You say, okay, we're, oh, we're thinking about the past. This is what we're going to think about, right? Here are my three things. We're going to, you know, if we're going to go back to the past, you, if I can't convince my mind to stay in the present, I will tell you what you can think about in the past. These are the three things that you can think about. And it really does help because it helps frame the, oh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And that pushes you right back to the present moment. I couldn't agree more. I write gratitude lists and it really just changes my whole mindset. It changes my perception. There's something magical about writing gratitude lists. Another simple technique that gives such such bang for the buck, right? It's like, this is a really simple technique and people would not believe how powerful it is to reduce anxiety, to reduce depression, to reduce negative thoughts about yourself is just to say, this is my list of gratitude, what I am grateful for. And I have had points in my life where my gratitude list, all my list, the only thing I could think of, I never forget this day was, I am grateful that I can blink without assistance. <laughs> to literally blink my eyes. You know, I, have, I was having some huge health problems. I was having difficulty walking, having difficulty standing up. And um, I remember I said, well, and that morning I got super excited. I was like, yeah, look at me blinking on my own. <laughs> and it became like my whole self thought it was just, this funny thing, it became like a joke that I had amongst myself, but it got me right up smiling, right? That's so awesome. I, I'm sorry you went through that, but I mean, there's gold in that gratitude for sure. For sure, for sure. And it's healing in there too, right? Because all this, everything is energy, right? So there's healing in that too. It helps us to put our focus in. We all have heard that what we focus on we draw more of that into our life. When you focus on what you're gra- grateful for, you draw more things into your life that you will be grateful for. That's how you can think about the future. Absolutely. I've, you know, I grew up playing sports and played them well into my 30s. And I had some injuries that really took me out. And I just had to practice focusing on the things that I could control and not what I couldn't do. And that's a shift in a mindset too, like having that kind of gratitude that, Hey, you know what? I can walk, walk. (laughs) I'm just grateful for walking today. It might not be perfect. I might have a a little bit of a limp here because I've sprained my ankle or I've broken my wrist, but I can walk and I can breathe air. Right. And it sounds so simple, but, but it really, it, it, I encourage everybody, if you're feeling something right now that makes you less than happy, write that gratitude list and watch. Don't force it. Just be mindful of what starts to happen. Your whole insight gets, okay, I'm a level higher than what I was before. And sometimes that one level makes a difference, right? It makes a difference. You're on one step 
higher than what you were before, feeling a little bit better. And all it took was you to start jotting down what you are grateful for right now. That's beautiful. And anyone who's listening, let's stay in the present moment right now. <laughs> yeah, right, right now. <laughs> As Dr. Trevon says. So I just want to take a sidestep to your next step leadership academy and just talk a little bit about leadership. So how would you suggest somebody boost their leadership skills? Oh, and, and I love this question because oftentimes people think that I'm exclusively talking to people who are uh, aspiring to the C-suite or, uh, you know, executives. And I'm definitely talking to people who have those dreams too. Um, but I'm also talking to people who, women who uh, just really want to know how, how to get to the, over this divorce or who want to know um, how to recapture themselves or get on level ground after being an empty nester. You know, those women who enjoy being homemakers. Leadership is something that is quite personal, but it is how you define it, you know, a leadership and your success as a leader. But it's something that is so necessary to see ourselves as leaders. When we do that, again, it's taking the focus and the attention off of the external world, right? And putting it on our internal self and saying, hey, this is me, right? First beginning to see ourselves. You know, we're always wanting to be seen, but oftentimes the, that we're not seen by ourselves. So seeing ourselves as a leader, meaning seeing ourselves as powerful, right? being able to goal set for ourselves, right? And to have those goals set by ourselves, not, not here's what, you know, someone else would want for me, or here's how my spouse would define uh, success for me or my children or my parents. This is me. And, and this and this is my awareness of me. And this is what uh, this is how I define leadership. I'll tell you, uh, I had a woman that I was working with recently who actually did get an amazing, amazing offer for promotion to a huge position. And we've been working together for a while and she turned it down. And wow. it would have been, it was a huge amount of money, um, travel, all that. And she said, you know, through this working and she said in self-awareness, I realized that was never my dream. I don't have, she said, I am not, I realize what makes me happy. And to go further into this would move me further away from what makes me happy. And although it looked like success, anybody would have said it was hugely successful, right? right? right. But that's that's a leadership move, right? That's the next, let's say the next level was for me to realize, wow, I don't want that. That's not my definition of success. That's not my definition of happiness. I'm grateful to be have to be considered for it, but I'm I am so much of a leader in my own life that I now define success for myself. That's not it for me. Could be it for somebody else, not a bad thing, but not it for me. And that's the freedom that you talk about too. Yeah. That's like that's life on the next level, right? Next level of awareness, next level of self-love. That's what we that's evolving. That's the next level, right? Of realizing that it's not just a a, a stamp on a, a on a page that says, okay, when you go from here to here looking at the corporate ladder, you've made it. It's saying, no, when I go from here to here on my own 
barometer of what makes life happy. I've made it. Well, since we were on the topic of freedom, how do we harness the power of our innate gift of freedom? Yeah, freedom is a gift, but it is a lot of work. You know, it's as it's a it's a it's free, but it's not it's not without sacrifice, right? It's mm-hmm. being able to make these decisions, right? Of choosing happiness. And someone, I put a, a TikTok up a few, oh, maybe it's been a month ago now. And one of the, and I, I one of the things it said in there, you know, choose happiness today. And uh, a man wrote a comment on there and said, you know, stop telling women to do this, right? Because they just can't make decisions that make them happy. And so we all make decisions. And, and I understood this comment, you know, because um, we could be make adult decisions. It, it may not make us happy today to go put on a load of laundry, but it's necessary, right? But could we find happiness in there, right? We're free to look at, these are some of the things that I need to do to get to where I wanna go, right? I'm free to make the decision to do them or not to do them. And if I do decide to do them, right? Where can I find the happiness? Where can I say, oh, I can be happy because this is progressing me to where where I wanna go. Right. How can I how can I do that? So that's what I talk about. That's what I mean when I say I'm talking about, you know, you're free. You're absolutely free to pursue happiness and we should pursue happiness. Right. But it doesn't mean we're going to do it to to the exclusion of following our responsibilities. We're going to say, hey, can I find happiness in 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 this task? Now, if your answer is absolutely no, I can't. Then I'm going to we're going to need to do some work and figure out. Perhaps you're on the wrong path then. Right. Perhaps we need to rethink some things because we all want to seed into, fertilize our own goals. Right. right. We're gonna. Have to, so that does take some adulting, if you will. That, that takes. <laughs> right. Right. I think we all know what that means. <laughs> right. Right. It takes some adulting. Right. I guess that just leads me to my next question: How do we turn stumbling blocks into stepping stones? How do we get to that path of freedom? Oh gosh, that's one of my favorite phrases, right? That is all about perception, right? Something happens in our life. And in my book, Freedom is Your Birthright, I talk about you could get up in the morning and have a flat tire. Looks like a stumbling block to most of us, especially a woman like me. I don't know how to change a tire, right? So it looks like a stumbling block, right? And we could use that event to say, we could hinge our whole day on that and say, you know what? It's going to be, it's Monday. I got a flat tire. I got a meeting at nine. This is the worst possible thing that could ever happen to me. Right? Same event. Another person comes out, the tire is flat. They got the same meeting. It's happening on a Monday, right? They mean I even have necessarily the extra cash to, to pay for a tire repair, but their uh, viewpoint of that is different. I'm here. I'm either going to learn how to change a tire today, right? Or I'm going to I'm going to exercise uh, my my creative uh, abilities to figure out how to get assistance with changing this tire. And guess what? This tire, this delay may have saved me from something else. The story that we are telling ourselves is creating the life that we are living. And that's how you take a stumbling block and turning into a stepping stone, you reframe the story. The facts are the facts. The tire 
is flat. What a flat tire on a Monday means in your life, you get to decide, right? You don't change the facts. You change the story around the facts. Here's what I think that means to me. If you say that it means to you something, oh, my life is over. One of my own personal journeys, I tell people, I said, I had to really do some work on this. Is After 27 years of marriage, I got divorced. Would never would have thought it. I was as surprised as everybody else. So I had to really do some work to say, is this a stumbling block or is this a stepping stone? A lot of work. But I decided that this was going to be a stepping stone. I was the facts were the facts. It was happening. Mm-hmm. What was going to be the story that I told myself surrounding it? And I mean, I had to be committed to that story, right? I had to be when when my heart was saying, absolutely, just. Girls, get in that bed and don't get out. It's not, it's, right. you know, it's not going to work for you, right? So I had to be uh, disciplined in the, the way I told the story to myself. Ex- all, all of the time, accepting the facts. I'm not in, in any way telling people that you can turn a, a stumbling block into a stepping stone by uh, not being self-aware. I teach and talk about self-awareness. The, the facts are the facts. This is what's happening, right? I feel pain around this. Absolutely. Acknowledging those emotions. This will not be the end of my story. I know that if this, if this door is closing, something bigger, better, more beautiful, more loving is going to happen. I'm going to take this opportunity to learn more about me. Yeah. It's it's the beginning. It really is the beginning. If that's the way you want to look at it, I feel like you know, I, I'm in, I'm 41 now and I feel like my life has just begun. Like things are happening and I'm just, I'm here for it. Oh, There's I love it. I'm here for change. it. <laughs> I'm so here for it. Right. Um, and it, back to back it up real quick. I had two flat tires within one week and I'm still trying to find the gold in that, the stepping stone in that, except, you know, I was just thinking, you know, maybe I wasn't supposed to be on the road those days that my car was getting serviced. It was super inconvenient, but maybe, maybe I was being protected. You know, that was my takeaway. And sometimes we take, we, we, we say that because People tell me, you know, when I start talking to this, my clients is like, well, how, you know, it feels horrible. Just because it feels horrible doesn't mean that it isn't, you know, I, I've been in medicine my entire life. Uh, a lot of medicine, especially for children, tastes terrible, right? It's a horrible taste, right? Mm-hmm. It feels terrible going down. Doesn't mean it's not doing something great. That's true. Right. And that is actually, that's adulting. It's like, yep, this feels horrible. I can't figure out why this would be a good thing, but I'm sure that it is. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so glad we covered all these topics. I've really, really loved this conversation today. And I wanted to know where can we find um, Freedom is Your Birthright? Where is that sold? It's on Amazon. Um, you can get it on Amazon. There's also a link on my website, which is DravonJames.com. So, and then I do offer it as a free gift for every woman who joins my 30 day, um, 30 day, <laughs> my 12 week coaching session. Uh, it's a group coaching session called uh, Leaders in High Heels. 
Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's perfect. Well, I'm going to yeah. put that in the show notes, uh, your website and where to find you and where to find your book. And I have so appreciated this conversation today. And I just want to thank you so much for coming on the Ageless podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I love the title of this podcast. I think you're doing amazing work. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Ageless. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Tune in next week for a new episode.